Hi, this is Dave Caius, one of the hosts of Barbecue Radio Nation. And thank you for tuning in and listening to one of our archived versions of our national radio show. By the way, if one of your local radio stations is not carrying Barbecue Radio Nation, please have them contact us and you can be listening to us on your radio. Welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Dan Hathaway, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading grill masters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation. I am Dave Caius along with our executive producer and the man behind the scenes, T-Bone, and our in-house barbecue expert and my co-host, Dan Doc Hathaway, the official barbecue of doctor. No, wait, the doctor of barbecue. I said that backwards, didn't I? Is he the official barbecuer of doctors? <laughs> That's what I Is said, that what you're I? saying? I better start charging more for my barbecue. Okay, no. We're going to have to stop doing this show live. Be, be nice. This is my first show. Coming up, we've got Heath Riles, over 70 grand championships. Check him out at HeathRilesBBQ.com. Wonderful website. Great products. HeathRilesBBQ.com. And we'll also later on be talking to Dan about my favorite meal of the day, breakfast. There are times when breakfast is good with barbecue, or with barbecue is good for breakfast. Well, I've I've come up. (laughs) I'll tell you, I've sat down to dinner with Dave, and I've sat down to breakfast with Dave, and that breakfast seems to disappear quite a bit faster. And for some reason, I got to have a chocolate milk. I don't know why. What are you, five? (laughs) (laughs) Not five ounces, I'll tell you what. I get like the big 20-ounce chocolate milk. Has to be just right. Has to be cold. But uh, we're going to be talking about that. In fact, I've come up with a genius idea for barbecue breakfast called the brisket burrito. The bit's been done. Hate to bust your bubble. (laughs) I've been thinking about this all week, ever since last week when we talked about it. Save it it for later, Dave. So much wasted energy. God, that's all I thought about all week I'm sorry that I I busted your bubble. Brisket burrito. I was going to trademark it and make all kinds of money. Yeah, well. Retire. Anyway, so... Speaking of getting things ready to cook, you've got how many how many grills and smokers and you're actually you're letting go of one or two? What's going on with you? Oh, well, you know, after being in barbecue in retail barbecue for the last what, 15 years, you kind of collect things here and there <laughs> and it turns into a problem sometimes. That's a, a borderline like barbecue hoarder, you know. <laughs> But I like to I'd like to learn how to cook on everything. You know, if okay. we're gonna sell at the store, I mean, I might as well know the ins and outs. I like outs that. Of, I, I like mean, that. I, I took home a a new Weber uh, smoke fire pellet grill the other day, disassembled it because it was having some problems. Put it all back together. So now, if somebody comes in and they have a problem with it, I can help them out with it because I've had my hands on all the parts of it. Very nice. So, by the way, when you put it all together, were there still parts left nope, over? There were not, and it ran just fine. Okay, yeah. just checking. Yeah, even the parts that I replaced were were fine. So, you know. That being said, a couple years back, we moved into a new place and and I have a, a pretty good sized barn and I keep all my cookers out there. <laughs> and I was looking at it a couple of weeks ago and, and I, I'm i a little bit crazy and I, I decided I'm getting rid of a lot of this stuff. I want to like simplify everything. I'm going to declutter my barn so I can actually park my truck in there, you know, and 
in it, doing that, T-Bone, I, isn't that a reality show? Declutter your barn. That's yeah. I mean, it that, comes on right after Hoarders. That's yeah. that's exactly it, where my it, life's it's going. It's in right between now. Hoarders and Intervention. Yeah. Intervention. Yeah. Well, it's barbecue Hoarders. I'll tell you what. what there, there's not if there's something that a uh, show that's in between Hoarders and Intervention. Man, that that I fall right in the middle of that a lot of times. People be watching the second show going, didn't I see him yeah, on the first show? Exactly right. So long story short, I decided I'm going to get rid of some grills because okay. I've had them forever. Uh, one of you know, one of them was my favorite. One of my favorite grills that I've had, and it was a 26 inch Weber kettle. Just a it's just a great grill. It has a great, you know, great amount of space on it. You can do a lot of different things on it, but the handles were coming off the, the I'd have to I'd self tap the the legs back to it a couple times and i really babied this thing along for the last 12 13 years and i said okay dan it's time to cut the cord we're getting rid of the weber weber kettle you've got plenty of other kettles okay i personally with things like that i have trouble letting go i didn't i it was actually it was very satisfying just throwing the lid up into this dumpster like a (laughs) like a frisbee like And I, and I felt a lot better about it. But, you know, at sometimes you just get to the point where it's like, okay, I got to get rid of this stuff or it's just going to keep cluttering up the barn. So does your does your barn with the grills and smokers look like Jay Leno's garage with cars? It's very organized now, yes. <laughs> and everything has its place. Now, did you get rid of a second one? Uh, no, I, and that was that that was my next oh, wow. point. You know, was it close? Was T-bone. it close? He, oh, I got rid of all. Well, I got one, I got one. I got rid of a kettle. <laughs> I, 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 I gave a couple away. You know? Oh, did you really? Yeah, sure. I you know there's people like there's people that need grills. You know? Well, sure. So just you just give them away and, and pass on the you know the barbecue love to somebody else. So. No, it, it's just it's just one of those things. You just you just have to get rid of them. Once they get kind of gnarly, and it's time to go. You know, there there's a place in town that has wonderful BLTs, and their original location to me because I've got like I don't know five or six bar restaurants, but the original location for some reason the bacon on that grill, the original grill just sa- tastes better. And and is there something about when you get the grill, when you get your brand new one? That you kind of got it, you kind of got to break it in so that you start getting that flavor from from past ones that that just tastes better. Well, I may lose my barbecue cred for saying this, but no, no, no. really, I wash my grills all the time. I, I'll I'll take them after a couple times I cook on them. I'll take them out, hose them out, scrub them out. Start with a, a brand new clean grill every single time I cook. So there's not some barbecue, as Deborah said last week, love coming off of there? Oh, there's love in it because I washed it. <laughs> <laughs> Lovingly. Lovingly. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thank, thanks for that. And I'm sure your friends are happy to have a brand new used, not tasty smoker yeah, for very you. clean. Very clean not, smoker. Yes, yeah. It's time now for our Ask Dr. Dan, our Barbecue Fix-It Man, sponsored by our August Barbecue Sauce of the Month. Speaking of Deborah. Jones Barbecue Sweet and Tangy Sauce. They've got a 15-ounce bottle. It is delicious. The Jones family has made their sauce from scratch daily for decades. And for the first time ever, you can now recreate the magic of Jones Barbecue in your home. You can get it at jonesbbqkc.com or at Dan's store, the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. T-Bone, what do you got for us this week? I've got a this or that question from memphis okay uh, and, and i still love memphis uh <laughs> he does he, he really won't does stop, he still won't stop talking about every memphis. chance he gets he'll bring up memphis <laughs> i, I just okay. saw there's an event or, or, or something happening there in march what is it like with, a with, tiddlywinks event oh, you're gonna uh, go oh, like, no, a movie like, theater showing a movie oh, okay so he's going. head's gonna be there malcolm's gonna be there oh that it's sounds a, fun it's a big deal i hear road trip uh I, i'm thinking <laughs> okay anyway uh here's our this or that okay dear dr dan should you ignite your grill with the lid open 
or closed? And that's from Cameron Barr in Memphis. I've never thought of that. That's a good question. That is a good question. And you know, it it's a pretty simple answer because it depends on the grill. Sure. Okay. So, you know, everybody says to and for safety reasons, you always ignite a gas grill with the lid open. Because you don't think so, want, yeah. you don't want that propane to build up or that natural gas to build up and you go to hit the button and all of a sudden it you know, the lid'll fly up on yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so gas grills, yes, you want to have the, the lid open on it when you ignite it. Now, pellet grills are a completely different thing because they're actually trying to read the temperature as it's rising in the grill. And if you have the lid open, it will never register that oh. temperature. So it just continually feeds itself pellets. And that's when you really run into problems with pellet cookers because the, the hopper will keep feeding the, the fire pot. It will overflow with pellets. And when you, just when you think that it's not going to light, They'll all ignite at one time, and it is a it, it creates a huge mess. You'll burn all the paint off your cooker, and a lot of times it'll you know destroy some of the components in it. Wow. So pellet cookers, you always want to leave the lid closed when you're lighting it, just so it can register the temperature. Now, as far as charcoal grills go, there's really no right or wrong way to do it. I tend to start my charcoal in a chimney. Isn't that the best way to do it now? It, you know, it really is because you have a lot more control over the amount of fire that's going into the cooker initially, and yeah. so. You start, I start with a good amount of unlit charcoal on the bottom of it, dump a little lit on top of it, let that catch, put your lid on it, and that way it kind of evens the temperature out. So it really goes to, it depends on the grill, whether you light the lid, light it with the lid open or closed, and yeah, just be safe about it. Be smart. Perfect. Thank you, Dr. Dan. So one of our lucky listeners is going to get our August barbecue sauce of the month, a Jones barbecue sweet and tangy, our 15 ounce bottle. You can open a bottle of Jones barbecue sweet and tangy barbecue sauce and pour it over ribs, chicken or pork and enjoy. You can also use it as a marinade or dipping sauce and you can get that at the at jonesbbqkc.com or the Kansas City BBQ store.com or for short KC bbqstore.com and you can always ask us a question on Facebook. Coming up next, we got Heath Riles. He's going to be talking about great barbecue next on Barbecue Radio Nation. Be sure to check out the huge selection of barbecue accessories, skewers, racks, thermometers, books, and so much more at the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. They are shipping out nationwide for all of your grilling needs. You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends and family's faces when they bite into a Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free, 800-223-9667. Barbecue Radio Nation is heard on radio stations from California to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at bbqradionation.com. Three tours driving Humvees in Afghanistan. Six years treating soldiers. Twelve years flying choppers. When my sister came back from her last tour in Afghanistan, she didn't want to talk about it, but she knew I was there to listen. My son saved lives as a medic in the military, and I always remind him how much his service meant to our country. Sometimes my husband still has difficult memories. They can be overwhelming. 
With the Veterans Crisis Line, I know where to turn when we need support. I made the call and got support for my sister. I called because I was concerned about my son. We got him connected to care and it's made a difference. The Veterans Crisis Line is here for all veterans and their loved ones. Call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1 or chat online at VeteransCrisisLine.net. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. Dave Kais along with Dan Hathaway and our guest this week, Heath Riles, got over 70 grand championships, multiple perfect category awards in MBN and KCBS. And check out his incredible website with all kinds of wonderful products, HeathRilesBBQ.com. That's HeathRilesBBQ.com. Heath, welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. How you doing, buddy? Man, I'm good. I appreciate y'all having me on today. Now, uh, you just got off work, and you said you might have you might have opened up a drink or something. What's going on there? Oh yeah, I had to pour one at the office on the way home. <laughs> my, uh, my shop where I work out of is about uh, six miles from my house. Oh, that's a long drive. So uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's terrible drive, and I take the long way around about seven miles. <laughs> So I wanted to start off before I kind of get out of the way and let you and Dan talk about your high level barbecue stuff is I was looking at your website again. It's a great website again, HeathRilesBBQ.com. I want to start with the rub you call garlic butter. Now, anytime I say the word garlic, Dan just kind of pipes up because he just, he can't have you, Dan, you can't have enough garlic, can you? I can't, no. It's, I think it's the, a little bit of the Italian that I got in me or something. (laughs) I, I eat garlic on everything. So tell us about your rub, the garlic butter. Well, what I want to do is I had my garlic jalapeno, and so there's some other companies out there that we've had some like garlic butters in delis, you know, on French bread and and just other people that have different garlic butters in the market, uh, you know, but I wanted something that nobody else had. So I went out and found some different types of garlic, combined them and kind of combined some different styles where it had some coarse and some fine grind to it. And put a little bit of herbs in it with it, too, and just made it different. That way you could use, you know, spread regular butter on something and sprinkle it on top of it to create great French bread with a, you know, tad bit of a kick. Uh, You know, and my rubs are all about layering. So you could add a little bit of simple citrus to that and get a little bit of acidity out of it. And there's tons of ways uh, that you can use that garlic butter, you know, on every kind of dish. So, Heath, you, you have, you know, what is it, about 10 different flavors of rub. And they're all pretty unique. I mean, from the, like you said, the simple citrus, which you don't see a a lot in barbecue, at least not labeled that way. Uh, But then you have peach and apple and honey chipotle. What, what's your inspiration? How do you come up with these unique flavors of, of, uh, of barbecue seasonings? Well, honestly, when I started, I started all out with my sweet rub and then I've always used like a salt, pepper, garlic base. And then I kind of took, took a spin on that when ap's kind of got really hot or started getting hot i seen the trend of it and i built that as my second and i've always had a barbecue sauce and uh and an injection because i was a pork cook mostly Mm. and um and a rib cook and so it just kind of developed from there then i started cooking kcbs a little more and that's what i started out cooking many years prior to that and so now i've actually got a chicken injection and a brisket injection about to be released on the market 
and my 15th rub. It's actually 15. <laughs> oh, is it 15? I, I, I miscounted. Way to shortchange him, Dan. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and so I've actually got 14 now, and my 15th is fixing to be. It just got finished. I'm fixing to move it to our warehouse to start uh, shipping to customers and make some announcements and all that and do a little bit of shipping before I start putting it on Facebook. But it's called a Cajun Creole Garlic Butter. And so I took a Cajun Creole flavor and kind of flared with my garlic butter because it's so unique and sells well just for something different. Well, I'm, I'm probably going to need a couple sample bottles of that for the barbecue <laughs> store. <laughs> and That'll I'm, work. And I'm kind of thinking, too, that maybe, uh, you know, the the host of the show might need a bottle. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Well, we can work that out. <laughs> <laughs> so are, is this is this a world announcement that that you're saying here? Because you said you haven't like put it out there yet. Are, are, well, I are, hadn't put it on. I hadn't put it per se on social media, but I have been on a couple of other podcasts before. I don't think that's aired yet, and and other things. Uh, so are we getting the world scoop? Is this a world scoop? Huh? It, it's probably yeah. Heath, you're one of the ones that's getting the up up front scoop. Yes, I, and I'll and I'll even tell you something else. I'm also working on a line of fry breaders and stuff. Oh, nice. Uh, you know, uh, and you know, I've had some glazes for years. I'm probably going to take them to market. We're going to go ahead and I, instead of just honestly uh, releasing two or three products a year, I'm going to go ahead and finish my little portfolio of products, which is probably going to be about twelve more, and I'm going to be done. Oh. And I'm just going to call it a day, but it's not going to be barbecue anymore. It's other food categories now. Well, everybody, you know, everybody's taken the barbecue thing and they've run with it so far that now it's just like, it, it's, it's basically like having home seasonings mm. of, of stuff that, you know, if you're going to grill chicken, you know, yeah, yep. you can use any of these rubs, but man, let's have an awesome grilled chicken. I can't wait to try out that Creole butter rub, man. I've been, yeah. I've been on a really big uh, blackened chicken on the grill kick lately oh, yeah. and so i i've got a cabinet just full of, of blackening seasoning right now and it, <laughs> it's 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 almost uh it's a little disturbing it <laughs> really you helped. need to try some of my new chicken rub then and you can always add a little cayenne to it if you want oh nice more heat. that's all you need uh but i use it with my hot rub paired with it and uh call it hot chicken and new wings and half chickens and grilled chicken and everything with it and i love it well I'll, I'll tell you one thing heath one of my favorite things in the world is just your everyday rub on chicken wings with the vinegar sauce, man, that's just, it's so simple, but it's so darn good. Hey, I, I got to back up a second. You mentioned a term that I don't know. Um, Dan does, obviously. Did you say fry breaders? Yeah, I'm going to be doing like some wing breaders and some uh, like fish fry. Breaders, oh, okay. like a fried chicken. Okay, so like I mean? frying. Okay, okay. I'm the yeah. idiot over here. <laughs> a deep, a deep fry breader. A deep fry breader. Maybe I should elaborate. No, <laughs> no. I was like fry breader, and yeah. but I. So backing up too with your rubs, and 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 Dan was hitting on this. But when you're when you're starting a brand new one, this is this is a dumb question. Dan would know the answer to it. But so you're you're mixing all these things together. How do you how do you taste it? Do you just like put it on a little spoon and put it on your tongue, or do you just have to go ahead and put it on the food and then go yes or no? How do you go about well, doing that? What I've learned now is that you I buy my spices direct from my manufacturer. That way, I'm not having to go back and alter my salt and my pepper, and I'm getting what they're going to be using to manufacture with. I'm not going to Sam's Club to get it, and so the flavors are a lot more flavorful, right? Mm-hmm. So I can pair flavors with it and build rubs and different stuff. And now it just kind of comes easy because I kind of know ratios of how much to start with, to start bases, to start adding stuff to of what route I want to take it, if that makes sense. And then 
some rubs taste well out of the bottle, some cook well. And mm. so you always need to cook with whatever you do. So my first basis, believe it or not, instead of on a smoker, is always in an oven because it's just straight heat and you can get just a taste to it. And then you need to add smoke to it. So I go to a pellet grill then I go to another type of grill. And so I tested how it turns out on different things and even pan frying. You know, what if you put my rub on something and put it in a skillet? Let's see what it turns like. Kick cover I like to know all those flavors to be able to tell somebody, yeah, I've done that. Yeah, yeah, I tried that. I love that. It's just you're covering all the bases and, and, and just learning your product, really. And that that's 100% of it, just knowing exactly what it's going to do in, in certain conditions. That's that's fantastic. Well, there's a lot of guys out here in the market today that's coming out with barbecue rubs and dry, rosses, dry rubs and seasonings, right? Mm-hmm. But there's only a handful of us that are actually going out here, putting recipes behind our products, developing products to work well with recipes and that pair well with others sauces and rubs as well and we preach that 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 it's enough business out here for everybody but it's some guys in the market that don't want to pay you know don't want to play fair you know i like any business but and there's people throwing stuff at the wall daily but if you're not putting the marketing behind it and the research like that that i do and some other friends of mine heath i hate to cut you off real quick buddy we're gonna be right back with you heath riles right here on barbecue radio nation Check out Barbecue Radio Nation on Facebook. Give us a like. Dave and Dan need the attention. CDC is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of a novel or new coronavirus. There are steps you can take now to get ready if an outbreak occurs in your community. Make a household plan. Learn how to prepare and to take quick action if someone gets sick. Older adults and people with chronic medical conditions are at greater risk. Take extra steps to protect them. Think about what you will do if there are changes to your work schedule. And remember to always practice good health habits, such as frequently washing hands with soap and water, staying home when sick, and covering coughs and sneezes. For more information, visit cdc.gov. If you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? By their clothes. Their age. The way they speak. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. Dave Caius along with our producer T-Bone, our co-host, barbecue expert Dan Hathaway. And don't forget to please like us on Facebook at BBQ Radio Nation. And we love your emails to Dave and Dan at BBQ Radio Nation. And we're talking with Heath Riles. He's got over 70 grand championships, been all over television, multiple perfect category awards in M- I'm sorry, MBN and KCBS. And be sure to check out his website, which is HeathRilesBBQ.com. Hey, uh, so we left off last segment talking about you know the way that you test things on on uh, different grills and in different cooking methods and one of the things that i was telling these guys before we started the show today is that you've got this great recipe a video recipe book on your website it's called shooting the cue with heath riles and the one thing that i love about it is that you go through and you you break down different recipes by grill 
that way, you know, if you have, you know, not everybody cooks on the same thing. So you can check out your website and, you know, how do you do something? You know, how do you do a tenderloin on a gateway grill? How do you, you know, how do you do chicken wings on a Weber kettle? That sort of thing. And I just think that's a, it's a, it's a great resource for, for your, you know, your customers. Cause obviously you have a lot of loyal customers, but if somebody's looking to get a new grill, what, what do you kind of, what, what do you kind of give them advice on, on how to choose the right grill for their style of cooking? Well, I honestly ask them, what are they eating? What mm-hmm. are they going to be eating most of? You know, are you going to be eating steaks the most? Are you going to be eating chicken or fish? Are you going to, you know, you kind of take a rim of things. If you're not a big person to sear off a lot of meat, I think a pellet grill is perfect for you, especially if you want easy use. If you want that good charcoal, robust flavor of steak over a burger, then that's what you need to get. And who don't love a good char every now and then? Uh, well, that, <laughs> so, that's, that's flavor you can't buy. You can't, you can't dump that out of a bottle. That char you, flavor. You and I tell anybody, getting a Weber grill or invest a little more money in a PK or a Golden's cast iron or a green egg or something like that, and then having a a uh, pellet grill like a Traeger or something uh, is just, in my opinion, for a home cook, the best of both worlds. You know, yeah, especially with a commodity style cooker. You know, you can do pizzas and bake stuff as well on charcoal mm-hmm. and the pellet. And then if you throw a flat top in the mix. You kind of got like a trifecta at home now because I don't know many people live without a flat top. It, it you know what anymore? You're 100 percent right. We uh man, we've seen the flat top market just go crazy at the barbecue store, and and man, I, we've sold a bunch of them, and and that's that's kind of the new style of cooking for everybody. And it frankly, it's a lot of fun to cook on a flat top. So Heath, what 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 was your first grill that you started out? How did you catch this barbecue bug, and and what was that that cooking device that kind of got it started for you? Well, honestly, uh, my dad had a homemade grill, you know, we used to go to deer camp and stuff. And when I first got into barbecue, I built my own grill right, <laughs> kinda out of high school. Uh, was it made out of Legos? <laughs> no, it was, I went and found a piece of a uh, 36 inch pipe, five foot long oh. and I built like a makeshift jambo. And then I couldn't get my firebox to work right. So I paid a welder to build me a firebox and I adjusted my stack right after walking around a cook off and, uh, and so after that, uh, just kind of got started from there and it barrel rolled into what it is today. <laughs> it's amazing that it, you know, when you talk to people that started out cooking on big rigs like that, you know, either, whether it's a homemade cooker or just, you know, an oil field pipe cooker, man, you, those are the guys that you really want to kind of pull your information from. Cause those are the guys that really understand fire maintenance, that really understand how things cook. And then, and then, you know, like you said, having a pellet cooker at the house, that's like one of the best things in the world. It really is. I mean, I've got one of every cooker in the world, and I cook on my my pellet cookers nine times out of ten during the week. And yep. yeah, it's just it's all about learning the fire and and just doing it the right way. Now, the next question I wanted to ask you about is hot and fast versus low and slow. What's what's kind of your your philosophy on whether you're cooking hot and fast or low and slow? Which, which way are you doing it? Well, for me, it kind of depends on how quick you want to eat. <laughs> I mean, it's just as simple as that because at the end of the day, both of them turn out great products. Yep. I don't think there's an advantage or disadvantage over either or one. I do think that chicken needs to be cooked, especially skin on, at least 275 to 325 to get that, that skin crisp. But, you know, and of course, when you're doing steaks, you need to be in the you know 500 range, in my opinion. But, I, I mean, it really doesn't matter, Yeah. you know. It's tit for tat. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
the, the, the important thing coming out good, and we're talking with Heath Riles. He's got over 70 grand championships, and you want to check out his website. Tremendous products. HeathRilesBBQ.com. I was looking at your website, and a part of it, something I don't know if we've talked about in a long time, but on seafood, grilled scallops. For the, for the backyard barbecuer, kind of talk to them how, how, how to go through, because I bet you a lot of people have never grilled scallops on their backyard, but how, how would you go about doing it? Well, I mean, honestly, you need to find source you some good U10 uh, scallops and all that, and honestly, just wash them up, clean them real well. That's one of the biggest things is cleaning them up, making sure there's no sand or grit on them. Mm. Dry them off, give them a good pat down, some olive oil seasoning, and uh, you know, sear them off in a skillet mm. uh, or on a on a fire. It don't matter. You really don't want to. Uh, the center needs to reach about 115 to 120, but you can carry them up to 130. It just depends on what doneness you like. Uh, and just don't overcook them. And I tell anybody the greatest cooking utensils are thermopans. <laughs> and also, uh, one of the other things, recipes wise, I saw you talking about hot apple ribs. And we love talking about ribs here on the show. Talk us a little bit about the hot apple ribs. Well, we just used our hot rub and our apple rub, and I think we incorporated a little bit of apple juice and spray in it and something else. Uh, I can't remember. Well, I've done so many rib recipes. <laughs> uh, we just released a cherry Dr. Pepper rib uh, last week. Um, you know, I've done some Asian-inspired stuff. I just take my rubs and do a spin on them is all I do most of the time. That Yeah, that, that cherry Dr. Pepper ribs. I have actually saw that recipe. It looks amazing. Mm. So... You know, we're coming up to the end of the barbecue season, Heath, and, you know, the American Royals coming up. We've got the Jack Daniels contest coming up. Uh, will we see you in Kansas City for the American Royal this year? I hope so. I hope I can make it. Uh, we're trying to work it out right now in my son's football schedule. I'm waiting on the rest of the schedule now to see if I can. And if I will, I'll be there with Traeger this year. Oh, man, that, that'll be fantastic. I, I look forward to seeing you in Kansas City. And I forgot to mention, Heath, you're down in Memphis, right? Uh, right outside of Memphis. Outside of Memphis. Well, I just have to let you know that our producer, T-Bone, went down there for Memphis in May, and now he is addicted to Memphis. Um, He (laughs) really should have looked me up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, next time, which could be any weekend, by the way, uh, he he can't stop talking about going down there and what a fun time he had. And, of course, you know, next year, hopefully things will be better off and it'll be even a bigger event. but But I understand you guys had a pretty big event this year. Yeah, still, at least COVID didn't shut it down. It was well run, I think. Uh, They could have done a few things a little bit differently, but for the most part, at least we got to have a contest. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I I can't complain about that. Well, I'm I'm definitely going to go to Memphis in 2022. I'm not going to cook. You I'm need gonna, to you need to make it a road trip at I, least once. Everybody needs to come for sure. I I would love to see it. I've you know I've I've seen some of the big barbecue contests around the country, and and that's definitely one of them I need to hit up. Well, so. Heath, Dan won't invite me. So what I'm going to tell him to do is, you know what, you need to take a trailer with one of you know with one of your um, smokers, and then I will hide in the trailer. <laughs> All the way down to Memphis. I haven't quite figured out how to do the bathroom runs when we go to gas stations, but th- I'm, I'm coming down there with him. He just doesn't notice it yet. <laughs> that'll work. That'll work. <laughs> that'll I'll work. give you a five-gallon bucket. To <laughs> Not in the back of my trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, we have been talking with Heath Riles, just a, such a great barbecue man. He's got over 70 grand championships. You can see him on TV all over the place, including multiple perfect category awards in MBN and KCBS. And seriously, uh, we give out great websites, but this is a website you cannot miss. 
HeathRilesBBQ.com. That's HeathRilesBBQ.com. Heath, thanks again for being on the show. Have a great rest of the week, buddy. Hey, thank you guys for having me on. You're welcome. You're welcome. And coming up next, we're going to be talking to Dan about breakfast. Breakfast. Barbecue breakfast. Well, hey, barbecue is good for everything. Bacon, Why not breakfast? eggs, <laughs> sausage. Brisket. Brisket. Brisket burritos. But stick around for that. And, uh, and again, of course, if you haven't already liked us, please like us on Facebook at BBQ Radio Nation. And we'll be right back with Dan talking about breakfast and barbecue on Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. To some, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much, but that's not true. They're testing out vowels and consonants and trying different sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on meaning, especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Dan and Dave here on Barbecue Radio Nation. Our barbecue shout-out goes to one of our sponsors, Old Hickory Pits Smokers. Check them out, oldhickorypits.com. They've got their Old Hickory Pits wood-burning barbecue pits, both commercial and residential. So just tremendous products. We had David on the show not too long ago, the owner, oldhickorypits.com. And our weekly radio station barbecue shout-out goes to WLSCAM 1240 and 106.7 FM. Tiger Radio in Loris, South Carolina, playing classic country. Check them out at TigerRadio.com with our buddy, Banana Jack Murphy. <laughs> you were waiting for me to say that, weren't you, T-Bone? I was. I, I, was. I, was I, I thought, well, that sounds familiar. I think that's old Banana Jack. Yes, sir. And he was the sauce of the month, and, and theirs is the vinegar type, right? which us- No, actually, actually it's a combination of, of uh, KC- and Carolina, yeah, you're right, right, but it's got a got a little vinegary to it, right? Yeah, it's it's like KC with a kick. Well, I had a I had a bottle of it, and I like it now. But I remember growing up in the Midwest, we were all sugar, molasses, and all that, and people go, "Oh, vinegar!" No, now I love it. I love I love the variations of it. Well, the vinegar just it it brings out a lot different flavors mm-hmm. than tomato paste does, mm-hmm. and it, it yeah, I, I'm a huge vinegar. Vinegar barbecue fan. I just love it. So check out Tiger Radio in Loris, South Carolina, tigerradio.com. Thanks so much for being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. Time now for the Kansas City Barbecue Store Product Spotlight, which you can purchase at the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. Dan, what do you got for us this week? 
So this week, I've got this pretty cool product. You know, we were talking about how popular griddles have become, mm-hmm. and everybody, you know, everybody's got a Blackstone or, or some version of that in their backyard. Right. Well, this is the best thing in the world. If you own a pellet grill, it's called the Barbecue Hack. And what it is- Hold on. The what? Barbecue Hack. And I no, thought that was you. No, Hello. That, that's, thank that's you. Not me. That's thank not me. Thank you. Thank you. Nope. I, I am the barbecue hack. However, this is actually a useful barbecue <laughs> hack and not just a bump on a log. So these things are pretty cool. So if you're familiar with a pellet cooker, they, they're fired by a small fire pot in the bottom of them. Okay. And so this is actually a griddle that sits on top of that fire pot, and then it, it distributes all the heat over the top of the griddle. So oh. you can get you know a perfectly griddled hamburger, right. you know, like a smash burger. You can do omelets, bacon, pancakes, anything you want to do on on a griddle you can do in your pellet cooker with this with this attachment it's super heavy duty they're about 16 by 17 you know inches so it covers a good amount of your pellet cooker and um and yeah all the grease is diverted it's it it's a great addition Now, when you have something like that then the smoke flavor comes around it is that am i doing that right you're not really going to be using it for the smoke flavor for the grill because the the pellet grill is a little bit wood fired yeah if you have like if you're doing uh you know ham or or burgers on top of it you might get a little bit of that pellet flavor to it but you're going to be running it pretty hot so it's not going to have any smolder time to it so any kind of any kind of smoke you get to it that's just that's just extra that's okay. just extra. But yeah, so the barbecue griddle hack, it's $149. We've got them on our website. You can order them from us. You know, please order them from us, but you, you can find them on the internet. They're, it's a great addition to any pellet cooker. And if you have any questions about that, just email Dan the Hack. Hathaway. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> BBQ Radio Nation. <laughs> Sadly, the email will go through. And you can purchase that, by the way, and it's a great product at the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. That's the Kansas City BBQ Store.com, which, by the way, I know this was just a coincidence, but it leads into a topic I've been wanting to talk about for a week now, which is breakfast. Barbecue breakfast. I love breakfast. And I'm just thinking, because I'm, you know, I eat traditional breakfast, but let's do the barbecue twist for it. First of all, I'm a little upset to find out that somebody invented the brisket burrito before <laughs> I did. Because, I mean, I, nobody would think of that. Well, burrito, I, brisket, that's got to be original. No. Okay. Huh? Well, I mean, Dave, <laughs> we love you. You think what you want. But T-Bone, this is when he talks down to me. This is what I, I, I like. Well, I'm not. I'm just I, sitting up taller. I can't believe that somebody thought to put meat in a burrito. I, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's absolutely the, mind-blowing, b- isn't b- it, T-Bone? Before Dave thought of it. I mean, really. You okay, know? okay, so you, you've got, you've got the, the, the family, and you're going to be doing breakfast for, the, for everybody out in your backyard. Not, not in the kitchen. No, not in the kitchen. What, what are you going to do? Oh, man. A, a lot of things. Okay. So one of my favorite things to do at the house, and, and I, you know, because... I do a lot of barbecue competitions. I like to practice a lot. Okay. And so I've pretty much burnt my whole entire family out on barbecue and I have nobody else to give it to. So I do a lot of pork butts. T-Bone and I are looking at each other like, I, I was we're right for, here. I, I was, man, you guys are so slow today. We're right I was, here. I was waiting for that. Do we have to just buy you some of those little tub things you, to I'll, put them in? I'll, I'll, I'll leave a cooler here when I pick it up next week. It better be full of raw meat. I'll cook you anything you want. So no, one of the things I love to do is is pork butts. Okay. And pork butts are great is a great thing to to use for breakfast. And so what I will do is I will cook a whole pork butt. I will disassemble it how I want to, do my little practice session on it. And then my wife she'll use, she makes the best uh, green chili sauce. And she'll combine that that pulled pork with the green chili sauce and we will make uh, breakfast burritos with pork and green chili and scrambled eggs. It's one of the best things ever. I mean, I can't, you know, 
I'm a pretty fat guy. I, I'll I'll take down a couple of those things in a city pretty easily. <laughs> They're the, one of the best things ever. But you know, brisket tacos. I mean, a brisket breakfast taco with with a slice of brisket mm-hmm. with some eggs and cheese and cilantro on it. I mean, it. Come on. Now here's you know when it comes to like tacos in general, I like corn tortillas, but I like the flour ones better. Well, you know, you know it it really depends on it, it. All comes down to the tortilla. I mean, you just don't. You just don't go to the grocery store and just buy old, any old willy-nilly tortilla <laughs> sitting on the shelf. I mean, there's very specific flour tortillas that you have to look for. And the, the freshness of it has to be important, the, too, the right? The freshness of it, you know, if it, the best ones, you go to the grocery store in the predominantly Hispanic neighborhoods, right. and you buy fresh-made flour tortillas, and you put them on your griddle, and if you hold them up and you can see through them because they're transparent because they use lard in them, those are the best tortillas. Those are the best, and those make the best breakfast burritos. You know, quesadillas, the whole every anything you're going to use a tortilla for. So, so when you've got your your meats and the other fixins, you know, you can do some green peppers or red peppers. Am I am I right on all this kind of hey, stuff? Hey, hey, Dave, it's your mushrooms. World. <laughs> it's your breakfast, man. You can do whatever you want. The tortillas themselves, you don't actually put them on the grill very long, do you? No, you you know, really, what I do is I I will if I'm going to warm up my tortillas on the grill, cast iron skillet. Oh. I've got a 17-inch cast iron skillet that's kind of been deemed my my skillet that I'm I can put on a grill and destroy it because you know they do live a pretty harsh life if you put them on a charcoal <laughs> grill. So you know you just go get an inexpensive cast iron skillet, throw it on the grill, oil it up good, and and that's what you heat up your tortillas. I mean you can you can do their whole breakfast on it. To be honest with you. Now okay, so when it comes to potatoes, I love potatoes. Hash browns or cut up potatoes? What do you like, man? That's really tough because if you can do the hash browns perfect crispy, that's that's a lot of it because you nobody likes soggy hash browns. See, the problem is I don't like the when the when the this is me. I don't like the hash browns overcooked. A lot of people do. They like them real brown on the side. I kind of like them a little. No, you have to have a little bit of you have to have a little bit of texture on the top. The center has to be a little bit soft, and then the texture on the bottom for sure. It has to be a crunch. It has to be a crunch. But it can't be like super overcooked because that's just nasty. But then the thing we did with the hash browns, you can put all those things on top of it, like cheese and onion and oh, all kinds of stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, we, you know, we'll make, you know, one of my favorite things to do is is we make these breakfast bowls. You know, you you get a oh. bowl, you 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 layer it, you get all your fixins out, you make like you know, kind of <laughs> like we've talked about hot dog bars and all this right, other stuff. Right. So it's basically you set up your your little, you know. Your little Sunday morning buffet there with all the fixins, and you build your own little bowl, you know, and and it's you you can do whatever you want. You have sausage, you have pulled pork, brisket, you know, ranch style potatoes, which are the ones that you know the 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 ones that like red potatoes right. that are quartered up. Uh, you know, just anything really. Now, when it comes to sausage, here's my question for you. And again, this is a personal choice: link or patty? I'm a patty guy. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, because I don't know. I just I I like the patty. I, I think you can get a lot more. I think they're easier to cut and easier to handle with with the knife. I know this sounds stupid, but but because I like to pile as much on my fork as possible when I'm shoving. Like I want potato, I want sausage, and I want egg, all on the one fork. Well, that that's a shovel, Dave. That's a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a fork. And instead instead of a, a fork, I should just get one of those big serving spoons and just put it on big, there. Yeah, just a, a spatula with a spoon spatula with chocolate milk. By the way, <sighs> got to have chocolate milk. God. 
Hey, we want to again thank Heath Riles. Over 70 grand championships for being on the show. Check out his website, HeathRilesBBQ.com. Thank Dan for uh, putting me down on the way I like to eat breakfast. <laughs> and our Ask Dr. Dan segment, our August barbecue sauce of the month is Jones Barbecue Sweet and Tangy Sauce. Get their 15-ounce bottle. All their natural barbecue sauce is made with love, and you can get it at jonesbbqkc.com or at Dan's store, the Kansas City BBQ store.com. By the way, when people come in to buy stuff, do you put them down too, like you do me? Never. Okay, yeah. No, I, I actually, so. the most, I like, like all of our customers. <laughs> Next week, we're going to be talking about appetizers and have another great guest. So tune in for T Bone and Dr. Dan and myself. Thank you for tuning in and happy barbecuing. You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends' and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free, 800-223-9667. I love this song! I love nachos. Loving everything? You might be buzzed. You know what I'd love? A ride when it's time to head out. If you see a buzz warning sign, call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Your blood pressure numbers could change your life. Talk to your doctor about creating a plan that works better for you. Start taking the right steps at manageyourbp.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council.